You're listening to Tarot Talk, and I'm your host, Holly Ramey. I'm going to serve you some practical magic and give you tips and tools to bring the mystical into your everyday life. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Tarot Talk. I'm your host, Holly Ramey, and this is episode number 22, and I am coming at you a couple days late. I've been working with a cold, so you might hear that in my voice, Um, so I apologize for that, but I will still be giving you the full moon tarot cast, and as always, um, this forecast is for the energy of the upcoming few weeks, so we still have lots of time to dive into that energy. But first, I want to start with answering a listener question. So I haven't done this in a while. I've been focusing a lot more on interviews. But for this week, I am going to answer a question from a listener. And Alita from Tennessee wrote in and said, I'm thinking of starting my own business, but it is absolutely terrifying. I've been asking the universe for signs that I'm on the right path and if I should pursue this, but I feel like it's sending me mixed messages. I don't know if the messages are manifesting because of my fear, and I'd love to know if I should take the leap. So first off, I just want to start by saying, like, absolutely, I felt every single one of these feelings, especially in regards to starting my own business and uh, creating a lot of the things that um, I've wanted to create. So because uh, Alita wasn't super specific about what she wanted to create, and sometimes if we have like multiple ideas or even multiple jobs that we're doing at one time, I can um, kind of pick up on the wrong things. So I just asked Alita to be a little more specific about like exactly what her idea was. And she said that she wanted to start a podcast. So I'm super excited to get into this question um, since I have some experience with that. And um, she also went on to tell me a lot of the steps that she's taken um, to do so. She's got her equipment, she's got a logo, a website, taken some classes. So a lot has already been done here um, in regards to starting this business or starting this project. So I pulled a three cards for you, Alita, and I pulled a card for the situation, the outcome, and the path to take. So the situation is you starting your own podcast and feeling some resistance to it, and the outcome and the path to take are obvious, right? So here we go. The situation, I pulled the hermit reversed. The outcome, I pulled the ace of wands. And the path to take, I pulled the 10 of wands in the reverse position. So I love, love, love this spread. Um, and it gives me a clear insight into really what's going on for you. So let's start with the beginning, the situation, the hermit reversed. So in the deck that I'm using, the Way Home Tarot, um, sold exclusive. Well, no, I don't think it's exclusive anymore, but it's sold through Everyday Magic. Um, is a bear and he's hibernating, right? And so this is very much, the hermit is very, very much an energy of going inward, of practicing rest, sacred silence, and finding the answers within. 
So Alita, what I'm seeing here with the combination of the hermit and then the 10 of wands in the reverse position is that you are doing the most right now. You are doing a lot. And from the, what you've given me, I see that you are really doing it. I mean, I know you've had a lot of mixed messages and you've really had a lot of mental and emotional resistance, but as far as like getting the damn thing done, you're doing it already. You have got your equipment, you have got your logo, you've got your website. You said you're even reaching out to some people for interviews. You are doing everything, taking all the steps that you need to. You've even went out and taken some classes. So it sounds to me like you are fully underway. But what the cards are telling you is that in order to really create something here and bring like your heart and soul and creativity into it, you've got to go into some hermit energy. You've got to sit in sacred silence. So that means, and I think about the Hierophant when I think about the hermit, because these are two cards that are about seeking knowledge. And the Hierophant is when we look to a mentor or a guru, or we take a class or we go to some external circumstance or situation to acquire knowledge. And the hermit is the opposite. It's when we go inward. And so, you know, I always say like, think about when sometimes you get the best ideas is like when you're in the shower or when you're doing something where you're just like completely turned off from the outside world. And like these really great ideas come through for you. And that is the kind of energy that you want to bring into this. Now, Alita, you've done all the heavy lifting of the kind of external finding information through external resources and going out there and doing like the practical work. Now it's time for you to sit in sacred silence and get really quiet and develop some more creative ideas. This also includes, because I'm seeing it reversed, a little bit of emotional stuff, right? And so I pulled a liminal space card to go with this and it's the dark night of the soul. And so I see how this project is really bringing you deep into your shadow work and it's really making you confront some of your fears, your fear of taking up more space, your fear of being seen your fear of people taking you seriously, your fear of <clears throat> having people like what you have to offer and being vulnerable. So there's a lot there. And believe me, I know because I I had to confront a lot of that too when I wanted to start a podcast. And for my first few episodes, I was like holding a piece of Labradorite to my throat um, because I felt like my voice wasn't strong, right? And so um, it's okay. I have never started something that was really worthwhile and meaningful without having a shit ton of emotional and mental resistance to it. And this is just the ways that we have to step outside of our comfort zone in order to make things happen. Um, with the dark night of the soul, though, it really, it does ask us to confront some of those darker parts of ourselves rather than trying to like cut them off and, you know, proceed without them. And so I think the hermit is not only about just going inward to get some creative ideas, although that's absolutely what will happen for you, but it's also about not conquering your fears or pushing away your fears or thinking that you're going to do this with the utmost confidence and thinking that you're going to do this with no mental resistance. It's your ability to approach your fears 
with humility and acceptance and compassion for yourself and just know that like it's part of it it's all part of it and that if you're really doing something that you want to and you love that you will absolutely create it and it might not be perfect but the best things aren't perfect they're just unique and authentic and you can't be your unique and authentic self without your shadow right so rather than thinking of your fear as something to overcome or your emotional blocks as something to overcome just accepting them with grace and knowing that every time you reach out to someone for an interview, you're going to have that feeling of like, oh man, I don't know if this person's going to do this. And like, I've reached out recently to more people for this podcast because I do want to start doing more interviews in 2020. And it's been, I've gotten a lot, a lot of no's and it's okay. Sometimes I'm just so grateful that the person I'm reaching out to took the time to write back to me at all because there are people that I really admire and I know they're really busy. So that nervousness and that feeling of like, oh man, they're never going to want to, you know, take the time to be on my little teeny podcast. Um, that, I mean, that's present with me all of the time as someone who's doing this. So I don't know if that helps at all, but just know that this is part of it, right? This, this kind of dark night of the soul that it's taking you into is part of it and not to resist it. When we resist the hermit, you know, what we resist persists. And it's like the universe is kind of knocking on your head a little bit, telling you to go in, go in, go in. The answers are internal. They're not external. Don't need to compare yourself to any other people who are creating podcasts or to kind of seek any external knowledge. You have everything you need to get started. Okay. Um, the I want to also let you know, I pulled just a little more deeply for kind of the emotional resistance that you're having. And I pulled the three of swords, which is more of a mental card than it is an emotional card, but it's three swords and they're kind of piercing through a heart generally in the um, iconography of this card. And so it's the way that we can kind of pierce through our own heart with our minds. And so this is indicative of the worry that you're having um, about this and how it's creating some emotional response. So there's a narrative you're telling yourself probably about how you're not good enough or you don't have the right, you know, knowledge or resources or whatever. And that narrative is causing you some emotional pain. So just do some, you know, do some work around this, do some journaling, try to catch yourself in these narratives where you start to spiral out. And what is the, what is the thought behind that? What is the narrative behind that? Where do you think that you're not good enough? Or where do you find yourself falling short? Where are you shaming or blaming yourself in some way, kind of pushing yourself out of your own heart when it comes to this situation? Um, get a little deeper into that. Try the rain meditation with Tara, Block, Tara Brock. And um, but the card I pulled with this is rainbow from the liminal space. And it's just there to let you know, like the stars are gazing back. And that everything is 
is going to work out um, and that this project and, and these emotional reactions are just helping you to uncover parts of yourself that want to be seen now, that want to be heard. So rather than dismissing them, just invite them in for tea and let them be part of this experience with you. Now, for the outcome, I pulled the Ace of Wands with yes. It's like, yes, honey, I couldn't get a clearer sign that you are meant to be doing this. Um, the Ace of Wands is a spark of passion, of creativity. Um, it's the beginning of a new passion or creative project. And so, you know, after you move into that hermit energy, I feel like you're going to get so many creative ideas or information or even maybe just humility in order to help you move forward, even though you feel like you may not be be ready. Um, the universe with yes is, is absolutely giving you a green light. So just go ahead, push the gas and sail on through. Um, <clears throat> here's the thing. The path to take is the 10 of wands reversed with same, same, but different. And this is indicative of the productivity. And I want you to slow down on that and move into the hermit. So the productivity is all the details, all the resourcing, all the knowledge, all of the stuff that you're doing. Ten of Wands comes up when we are overworked, overburdened, and overwhelmed. And what we really need is to relax and replenish our nervous system. Always, 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 I tell people when I see this card to practice restorative yoga or yin yoga every single day day to get their body out of stress response and into relaxation response. So you're stressing yourself out a little bit about this and it's fine. It's totally fine because we all do it. 10 to 15 minutes in a restorative pose every single day will help you tremendously. You don't have to have yoga props, lay on your back, right near your coffee table or pull like a dining room chair, put your calves on the chair and just stay there for 10 or 15 minutes. No TV, no phone, no anything. Just lay there and breathe. Let your nervous system deregulate and relax. So the thing with the 10 of wands, right? The, the wands are the fire and I see the ace coming. So this is a natural progression. After we finish at the abundance of the 10, we go straight back into the ace. So you are finishing out this cycle, but remember that we can't keep going on like on green light, like for every light all the time, we've got to like slow down and stop once in a while, or we're going to run out of gas. And when you're at the 10 of wands, you've run out of gas. And like, I always think of the 10 of wands as like, <clears throat> we've piled too much wood on the fire and it's suffocated. And what the fire really needs to get started again is oxygen. And so we've got to create some space between the logs. And so for you, Alita, creating some more space in your life, right? Just creating some more space for this where you're not like actively needing to like create or reach out to people or like do these little details. You've done all of that. And like same, same, but different with this card is telling me like you can't keep approaching the same thing what is that? It, it makes me think of that saying, like, um, the definition of insanity is like doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. So like, there's a way that you've been kind of pushing yourself into this and, you know, over and over again and expecting different results. And so like what you want to do is just pull back, pull back the reins, pump the brakes, 
blow on the fire, right? So just like really, and I know it seems like a little too simple, like, oh, what, I'm just supposed to relax. Um, But it is, right? Sometimes it's just not that deep. And we have to just step, take a step back and shift a little bit our perspective. The good news is everything I'm seeing here is very indicative of you starting this project and, um, you know, making it into something really great. Uh, And, you know, even though there's some emotional and mental stuff to work through, that's just the nature of it. I never, ever put out um, a creative project without it bringing up some... um, emotional or mental work for me to do, right? So even, um, and this is just me on a personal note, speaking to you as a person who does this work. Um, right now, the the course that I'm creating, the sacred wheel has got me, or the sacred wheel, the um, sacred cycles, uh, the womb healing workshop has got me doing a lot, a lot of work on my second chakra, right? Because I'm about to offer something about that. So, um, you know, I'm coming up against blockages that I have in that area. And it's really asking me to heal and dive deeper into them so I can hold space for others in that way. And so whatever this is bringing up for you, Alita, maybe even just look into, you know, how you're feeling around it and then think about creative ways that you could offer support in that in your actual podcast, you know, like, um, with the people that you want to interview and stuff like that. Because when the universe takes us into some type of healing, um, we can always use that right to help others and to share our experience in a really humble way because it comes from an authentic place. Um, And the last thing that I just want to leave you with, um, as a person who has started a podcast, you know, I'm sure you make money from other jobs, um, or maybe you don't, whatever your situation is, but I'm sure you're not like diving into this as your one and only thing, but like with any business, just start slow and take your time. Um, it is difficult to make money doing this if you don't already have a big following or you're not working with like a radio station who's going to hook you up with ads. Um, so just being, you know, slow and steady. I still really don't make any money off of this. And it wasn't actually my goal though. So I'm not like super hardcore about it. Um, but just letting yourself kind of wade into the pool so you don't have to dive in right away. Um, and, and have all of these really high expectations because it really does take time, um, to build a listenership and to build to a place where, you know, you can start to put ads in and to, you know, build all of those resources in order to make, um, a success. So, um, just not putting so much pressure on yourself all at once for this thing to be, you know, perfect and successful and knowing that it might take, you know, three months, six months, a year to really get to, um, you know, the place that you want to be. So I hope that this reading helps. It's a really great reading. And um, I think that this, this project for you is going to be really successful. So have a great couple of weeks. And I hope that this reading helped some of you out there who are also listening. And stay tuned. I'm going to bring you the full moon forecast in a moment. I'm not going
Okay, everyone, welcome to the second portion of the show, and I'm going to give you a forecast for the energy of the next few weeks, but first I just want to give you a few upcoming events and announcements going on. I am offering relationship readings, so um, I don't have this as a normal service on my site, but in lieu of Valentine's Day and Galentine's Day, um, which I don't really subscribe to that much, but I am a fan of relationships and especially using them to learn and grow. Relationships are like mirrors, right? They help to reflect back to us both the good and the bad um, within ourselves. And so I believe that relationships can teach us a lot. I see a lot of people come to me, um, especially with tarot, uh, with questions about relationship. And I thought, why not? just create a a spread around it. Um, So this will be similar in format to my 2020 vision offering where you can purchase on my site and then send me, I have like a bulletproof, a bulletproof list of a few different questions for you to answer. Um, what type of relationship you're in. It absolutely doesn't have to be romantic. It could be a business partnership, a friendship, a family member, any relationship where you might be having difficulty or really just want more clarity in um, the best way to work. We all have different attachment styles. We all have different narratives. We all have different wounds that we project onto other people. Um, you know, and I think that every person that we bring into our life is a soulmate in some way, shape or form in that, um, we have some type of soul contract with them and we have a lesson to learn from every relationship that we find ourselves in. So this reading is an opportunity to learn a little bit about that contract, a little bit about the lessons um, and the uh, freedom or not so free things that come up in these relationships, right? The goal is always freedom within union, right? That kind of lover's vibe, interdependence, but we find ourselves in relationships of all kinds and shapes and forms. So um, just an opportunity to explore that. And once you send me in the kind of details of the the person that you're in relationship with and um, kind of the questions that you are working through, then I will create either a video or a PDF to send to you with the guidance from the tarot and the spread that I create for you. I am going to offer just a couple of these in person. And so if that's something that you're interested in, um, that's going to have to be kind of on a one-on-one basis, uh, just based on what kind of scheduling things we have going on, because I have limited in-person time. So if you did want to see me in person for that, just shoot me an email. Um, 
all my email information and all of that is on my website and we can try to set that up. Secondly, I have my new moon ceremony coming up. That's at, I believe the end of the month, the 23rd, we're moving into Pisces. So we'll, we'll celebrate the new moon and Pisces together in ceremony. Uh, that's at the Nashville center here in East Nashville. If you're around, I'd love to meet you. And then finally, my, I'm so excited. My sacred cycles, womb healing ceremony, um, and workshop is beginning the last week of February. So that's on the 26th. And again, this is a second chakra workshop. And so we're going to work through all of the themes surrounding the second chakra. And there are a lot. So physically, we're going to talk about the cycle. We're going to talk about fertility and hormones. We're going to talk about the menstrual cycle and how the phases of it link up to the phases of the moon. We're going to talk about different lifestyle, food, um, physical exercises, energetic exercises to kind of work through during each phase. We're going to talk about the emotional aspects of this chakra. Um, The second chakra is our emotional world. And so this is where we do our inner child work. This is our connection to the matriarchal line and any kind of mama trauma that's been passed down. And we all carry a little bit of that from, or maybe a lot of that, um, from just the, the, suppression of living in a patriarchal society for so long um, and the shame that's been inherited through generations through the mother line um, and the suppression of our body and our emotions and just being able to take up space in a different way. Um, But we're also going to work on the things that kind of come up in a more relational um, aspect as far as like emotional maturity and boundaries um, and self-worth. The demon of the second chakra is guilt, right? And it's really our ability to receive pleasure in all forms, not just sexuality, um, but in all forms. And, you know, the second chakra isn't just about sexuality and sensuality. It runs much deeper than that. There's a strong, strong connection to our emotional world. World, um, and the way that we are able to receive all things. Um, this includes love and money and resources and just the, the general idea of receptivity. Um, and we're going to move through meditations. We're going to sit in ceremony. You're going to get tools every single week. It's for four weeks straight. Um, tools to practice and bring home resources, books. Um, we're going to do Reiki and meditation. We might even bring some tarot into it. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a really fun, really comprehensive workshop. I'm super excited to offer it to you guys. And uh That begins again on February 26th. It's going to be four Wednesdays in a row. So it's one whole lunar cycle. And it's going to be again at the Nashville Center. You can sign up on my website. And that's it. I hope to see you guys soon. All right. So let's move right into the cards that I pulled. So um, we're going deep (laughs) these couple of weeks, you guys. So the, the energy that I pulled 
for the message for this full moon is the chariot reversed from the way home tarot. And this is a spell and that's postcards from the liminal space. And these two cards together are like, to me, a strong halt, like a yellow light. That's like slow. These, (laughs) these traffic, um, metaphors are really coming to me right now. So the chariot in its upright position is about this like really fast, furious, quick movement forward. This really like ambitious and driven movement. Um, when I see the chariot reversed, however, to me, it is asking us to slow down and reevaluate where we're going and why. To me, the chariot reversed comes up when I am moving for the sake of moving, moving for the sake of staying busy. And I have kind of forgotten to dial it back and I am approaching burnout. And you know what happens when we keep driving forwards without making any time for receptivity or rest is we do eventually burn out and then we get sick or something, you know, the universe kind of throws something in our path to, st- to stop us in our tracks. Um, and this is a spell has a similar energy, right? This is a spell asks us to look at um, the external influences at play, right? It asks us to kind of check in and see what contracts that we've negotiated, like why we are in the position we are in. Um, and it asks us to like look at the facts of like what's actually real instead of, you know, just kind of like the chariot does, just kind of driving forward out of sheer ambition and will. And so with these two cards together, the feeling that I'm really getting is like whatever is fueling our forward movement at this time may be outdated software. Like we may currently be running on outdated software and we need to stop and do an update because the narratives that are driving this may no longer be in line with our actual morals and values and future intentions. And so these cards are asking for just a pause. And, you know, we're in that retro shade of Mercury. Uh, it's it's going to retrograde in Pisces on the 16th. Um, but this period is, you know, called the retrograde shadow. And so it's like the preparation for Mercury uh, to go retrograde. And, and the retrograde cycle is a time to slow down, to rest, to review to reflect. And, you know, this happens like three or four times a year. We're asked to kind of push pause and now it's happening during Pisces season. And Pisces is a season that is like watery and deep and emotional, right? The second chakra, that's, you know, that one of the reasons that I chose to do my womb healing workshop during this time is that like it, it pulls us deep into the waters of the emotional realm. And so a perfect time now to not drive forward, but to do the things that we are not taught to do. And so often feel a little more difficult for us, right? To rest, to review, to reflect, to receive though, right? Because if we can't do all those other things, then we can't receive fully. And in order to learn how to receive, we've got to do it first for ourselves. If you can't let yourself 
push past the mental resistance of not doing because society keeps feeding us this information that we need to keep creating and creating and moving and going in order to be safe, um, it will catch up with us, right? Okay, so the next question I asked is what we are releasing now. And I got the Four of Cups with Shapeshifter. And these two cards actually have really similar similar energies, right? The Four of Cups is a card about um, apathy, disassociation, um, and often where we are blocking ourselves from receptivity, right? And it can sometimes come through as like emotional greed when we're asking for something that we're not willing to give, not to ourselves and and not and therefore not to others. And shapeshifter comes through as this energy of it's it's a picture of the moon, right? And it's like the way that we are constantly changing and adapting which can in some ways um, be helpful and allow us to kind of go with the flow of an ever-changing life and environment. But it could also be, it could also bring up what they say in the guidebook is like issues of like trust and fantasy um, and this kind of disillusionment that can also be present in the Four of Cups. So what I'm really thinking about here. And what we are letting go of is the the way that we have kind of had to adapt, probably as children, to our circumstances. The way that we maybe had to shape shift into things that were not true and authentic for us in order to survive, in order to be liked, in order to be accepted, in order to be cared for in the way that we needed at that time. And so what we're really being asked to look at now and to release are these ways of kind of cutting off the parts of ourselves that we that were not accepted at a young age that we had to shape shift into um, so that we can actually be able to embrace and accept our duality, embrace and accept our shadow, embrace and accept uh, the things that we had to kind of cut away or again, disassociate from. Because when we do that, then we end up being apathetic to others, right? We end up not being able to show our true authentic selves and therefore not able to connect with others in a true and authentic way. So uh, nice cards actually to be releasing now. And then for the last two cards that I pulled for like what we're creating space for, right? So four of cups and shapeshifter, we're letting go of these energies in order to make way for, and what I'm looking at now is the five of swords with an offering. Now, listen, the five of swords is definitely, um, not the the happiest energy. All of the fives are about moving through conflict and they all offer us an opportunity for change and growth. And so with the five of swords, there is this kind of like egoic and superficial conflict. And it's definitely the ways in which we catch ourselves fighting for things that may not matter, right? Or putting a lot of emphasis on things just for a sake of being right 
or winning? And the question that we kind of have to ask ourselves is like, if we win, what do we win? Is this for, is this just for pride? Is this just for your ego? Like, where are we not able to look at another person's perspective? Um, Where are we not able, like I mentioned in the Four of Cups, to sit with conflict and duality? You know, why do we always need to be right? You know, it's like, I see this come up all the time. We, we are very much, um, becoming a cancel culture or call out culture, right? I talked about this in my last new moon ceremony. If you were there, um, like where we can fall into these traps of like not being able to see, uh, each other in their light and shadow, because we're so used to carton compartmentalizing ourselves and kind of cutting away the bad stuff and then like making the good stuff look really shiny and filtered and and putting it up for everyone to see but we all know that it's not truth um and so the five of swords with an offering well like the offering card in the in the liminal space deck is is like an ace you know it's an opportunity for a new beginning um I think they say in the guidebook something like if you're looking for a sign this is it and so the offering being made with the five of swords to me feels like a new perspective it feels like a way in which we can witness some of the narratives that fueled the four of cups that fueled that emotional greed some of the narratives that were strictly egoic that really don't any longer need to be here because we have outgrown these younger parts of ourselves and now we get to integrate them. So even though the five of swords, like I said, can be a tougher energy to work through, once we make that shift in perspective, then we have choice that we didn't have before. Then we no longer live inside the narrative. We become an observer of it and we have a choice to choose it or to not. And I'm not saying that this is a choice that is like easily made every single time. It takes practice like anything else, you guys. It takes practice like anything else. There may be times when you're actively witnessing yourself acting like an asshole, right? Like there are times when I actively catch myself in an argument with my partner and there's a part of me that's going like, okay, girl, what the fuck are you doing here? You're creating this conflict. You really should just like chill out, go take a few deep breaths. But I'm, it's too late at that point. I'm already angry and like wrapped up in the arguments. And now I just want to fucking win. And like, we all have these things and maybe it's not an argument with your partner. Maybe it's like, I don't know, someone you're engaging with on the internet or just like something that you're doing, a habit or an activity that you're doing that you like kind of know that you shouldn't be, but you're just kind of watching yourself do it anyway. Um, and so the opportunity here is just to, to be able to witness and, and whether or not you can catch yourself in the act and make that shift or, you know, you kind of catch yourself midway, eventually you do, you do get to change it. You do get ahead of it. Um, and you stop the behavior and you get to choose how you react instead of just responding. Um, you get to choose, um, a connection over pride. Um, 
And so that is hopefully a beautiful offering for us all is to be able to choose connection over pride and over ego. All right, you guys. So this is your forecast for these next few weeks. I will catch up with you again for the upcoming new moon in Pisces. And um, sorry, this podcast again came out a few days late. I've been working with a cold, but uh, hopefully I'll feel much better. And um, if you enjoyed this podcast, please like, subscribe, share, take a moment to do so now. Um, And if you'd like to support, there is the option to do that through Anchor FM. Thank you so much for being here and I'll talk to you soon. Take care.